0: I thank God for uh, this opportunity, uh, as well as the organizer for uh, presenting me with this wonderful opportunity opportunity to share God's word. And uh, uh, in fact, uh, each person deals with uh, different types of fear uh, in our lives, and uh, I'm also one of them, especially when the rainy season comes uh, or arrives uh, as it causes significant damage, uh, to my home with water inside and damage to the walls. And during this uh, time of uh, uncertainty, um, I was contemplating and asking God, uh, Lord, what do I need to do? And then God reminded me through the scripture in the midst of my worries and dread. Uh, as you are aware that uh, when we go through different uh, uh, Kind of a problems and situation. It is the God, the one who speaks to us with the right word, and I hope that uh, this word uh, also comforts each one of us and strengthen us. I would like to bring attention to the Habakkuk chapter three, verse sixteen to nineteen, and um, I would like to read it for you quickly. Habakkuk chapter three, verses sixteen to nineteen. I trembled inside when I heard this. My lips quivered with fear. My legs gave way beneath me, and I shook in terror. I will wait quietly for the coming day when disaster will strike the people who invade us. Even though the fig trees have no blossoms, and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the field lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes me as sore-footed as the deer, able to tread upon the heights. In the red scripture portion, there are three important things that which God uh, uh, wanted to, uh, intended to speak with us. The first thing, In verse 16, it talks about, uh, you know, our God is a God of timing. And uh, God had warned Habakkuk, if you look into the the above scriptures, God had warned Habakkuk, the impending of Babylonian invasion. And God had detailed the invaders' arrogance, aggression, and cruelty in uh, threatening detail. God also told Habakkuk, of the great and terrible judgments he will bring upon Babylon, and indeed all countries who refuse to surrender to God. Habakkuk might have seen all of this in a vision, and Habakkuk is scared of what is about to happen. He is terrified, and his heart pounding in his chest, his lips are quivering and he is physically weak and barely able to stand. Fear factor multiplied by 110 equals this. As indicated in the starting, I said that uh, all I have to do during this rainy season is literally I place my hands on the walls of my house and praying God to protect and provide me with the uh, resources to build a roof on the top. That's the... Uh, The only hope that uh, during the difficult times, uh, what I do in dreadful of my situation. And perhaps uh, even, you know, many of us may go through this kind of a situation in our lives. We do not know what to do or what exactly the next step to do. So God reminds us, uh, we need to acknowledge God's timing and God's intervention. When we acknowledge God's timing and God's intervention, you know, then we can see a great miracle in our lives or great things that God can perform through us. That's the one of the things that we need to, key point is that we need to give, uh, you know, a time for God, God to, uh, you know, to intervene in our problems or we need to help. I mean, we need a help from God. And the second thing that I would like to quickly go ahead with this, uh, uh, as I meditated and I prayed over it, and then I was asking, Lord, what shall I share with the children? The same experience that what I'm having. And then the second thing God spoke to me, he is a God of hope. You know, our God is a God of hope. That's one of the things that we need to, uh, uh, you know, remind in our lives. And uh, that's very important thing. Habakkuk, he trusted in God and, and uh, you know, when we trust in God, it gives the hope in our lives, uh, in our any untoward situations or in any any situation that we may face. You know, when we trust in God, God, you know, He brings hope, and then how, God gives the hope in our lives. That's the one of the things that we need to. Uh, remind ourselves. If you look into these uh, verses seventeen to eighteen, um, there are three scenarios that uh, God's Word describes here. Uh, one is about the future and the present and the past. When we look into the future, uh, the future talks about uh, though the fig tree does not bud, there are no grapes on the vines. The blossoms are on the fig tree and the grapes forming on the vine—you know these things—refers to the uh, for future. They represent our future hopes. Many of us concern, you know, our future hopes, like you know, our lives and families and the children mm-hmm. and uh, ministries and with all of our busy schedules, uh, uh, we most of the time, you know, in the busy schedules of our future, we have a plans and everything. But God reminds us, you know, uh, He holds our future, and He is the God of hope, the one who will take care of, uh, you know, of our future. So now the question comes to us in application process, you know, uh, where do we stand? Uh, where do we stand? Are we deciding our future on our own or are we deciding, uh, are we like uh, uh, making future steps on our own thinking and capacity or capabilities? No, that's not the important. Just we need to depend upon God's, resources and God's plan because he is the wise counselor because he is the uh, you know a great God the one who knows you and one who created each one of us and so he knows what to give what not to give in the best of our benefit of families and the children that's the first thing and the second thing the second scenario uh, it's uh, regarding the present tense. You know, the present tense is, a, though the olive crops fails and fields produce no food, the olive crop and fields refer to those things we are trusting in the present. They are representative of our existing capabilities. You know, however, uh, everything we are counting on fails as in this situation. The olive harvest is a failure. The fields produces no food. they failed us. In this verse, the term fails, if you look into the literally, it means to deceive or disappoint or fail. Many of our, uh, we have experienced our own family members or uh, our friends or uh, our neighbors or who may maybe, you know, we might have uh, uh, faced this kind of a situation, you know, deceived by or beguiled by uh our known people. So the question it comes to us that God is asking, why do we trust on them rather than trusting him? So our trust uh, in any irrespective of situation, whether it's a past or present or future, we need to uh, put our trust in God, the one who takes care of every day of our need, even our present uh, need. So the application part is here. Uh, where do we stand uh, in uh, you know in our present situation in trusting God? And the 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 other one is past. There are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls. The sheep and cattle represents the thing we rely on from the past. In the past, our friends and families have done everything they could aid us. Our credit cards are being or uh, existed. The physical strength are being used. We believe that in the past will help us to overcome. Most of the time, you know, we think that uh, my past experiences will help me or my past experiences will, uh, you know, work in this situation. It's not the way. The past experiences, the past is past. But uh, the past experiences may or may not be successful in our, in our lives. The only thing is, you know, the one who knows your past and the one who knows our future, the one who knows our present, when we look unto God, God will take care each of our lives. So we need to trust in God and uh, even uh, in our past experiences uh, where God can, um, you know, lead us through the, uh, in the future. So the one one thing is that when you trust or when we trust in our God, you know, he brings everything into glorious future. That's the, one of the amazing thing that I was, uh, you know, in the devotion goddess. The final one is He is a God of strength. You know, in Habakkuk 3.19, it says, the sovereign Lord is my strength and he makes my feet like the feet of deer. He enables me to go on the heights. Habakkuk has learned to draw strength from God rather than his own resources and abilities. So now where do we stand? Are we still relying on our own resources or are we still on our abilities? You know, most of the time, our abilities, our resources may not work the way that we think. So if we depend upon God's resources and if we we depend upon God's ability, you know, definitely, uh, you know, you will experience the power of God and the strength of God in our situations. That's the reason Habakkuk says that the sovereign Lord is my strength. Can we make that statement? In our situations, or in our family life, or in our health issues, or in our uh, whatever the situation that we go through, can we, uh, you know, uh, say, you know, proudly, yes, even no matter whatever the circumstances, God is my strength. So that's what uh, Habakkuk said that God of strength. So we need to, uh, uh, you know, trust in this. three things that uh, what God is uh, speaking to us. So once again, let me remind, he is a God of timing, verse 16. And uh, verse 17 to 18 is a God of hope. And then uh, in the God of hope, we have seen past, present, and the future. And the last one, uh, in the verse 19, he's a God of strength, the one who can help us. So may God bless this scripture portion for each one of our family members. Amen.